0: Hey everybody! Welcome to another discussion episode of Flip Switch: The Bipolar and Depression Connection. This week we are talking all about—actually, this a couple, well basically this month—we're talking all about support groups and what they are, what they do, where you can find them, what's good, what's bad, um, and all of that jazz. We started this a little bit earlier this week with our discussion with Amy Lynn, who is here with me, uh, and we're going to be talking a little bit about that, more about that today. Let's get the particulars out of the way. First, if you want to get in touch with us, it's flipswitch at bpkids.org. Ask us anything you want.
1: bpkids.org upper slash flipswitch.
0: That's to leave a comment.
1: flipswitch.bpkids.org is not our website, is it?
0: I said if you want to get in touch with us, it's flipswitch at bpkids.org. It's an email address.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> if you want to leave a comment, it's bpkids.org slash flipswitch. Never try to outdo the master amulet. So today what we're going to be talking about since Amy Lynn has a plethora of experiences with support groups. Amy Lynn, you've done this for quite a while now. What makes a good support group to you? What I, is an ideal support group?
1: I think it's different for everyone. For me personally, I think it's good to have I guess someone leading it who is in control of the group. Otherwise, now,
0: what do you mean leading it?
1: Leading there, Well, normally in most support groups, there is, like, a facilitator, a person who's in charge of the group. Right. And... How do, you, like, how
0: do you get to be in charge of the group?
1: I don't know. I'm not in charge of any group.
0: But, like, is it just... It's a person who's also afflicted, right?
1: Yes. It's also someone who's going through the same issue. Sometimes it's one who starts up the group. Other times it's someone who the group has been passed down to. And... I think it's good that they have control of the group in the sense that basically by having control of the group, it's making sure it doesn't turn into a bunch of people complaining and that it actually is supportive and it sort of is people giving uh, suggestions to other people and really get out their feelings rather than just sulking in their situation. I think it also, for me, the better support groups are the ones that have a wider range of ages whereas some of the ones that I go to I'm the youngest by like 20 years so that for me sometimes is
0: So you like a more focused group?
1: No, I like more variety rather than focused 40 years and up and then me
0: So you like diversity? Yes Yes.
1: I like when it's the same people for the most part and people go rather than Every week it's a different group because then it's hard to really get a feel for the group.
0: Right. You've been to a ton of these, and some of them work and some of them don't. One thing we tried to express last week was if you go to a support group and it doesn't work out, it's like medication. It doesn't mean you give up altogether. It means, okay, that one didn't work. You might need to try something else. What is your view on support groups in that light? Because you've been to some that don't work or didn't work for you.
1: I totally agree. I think there were some that it was like... It just come came out as more of a negative and wasn't very helpful for me. And then there are other ones that I usually would always come away with, oh, I learned that today, or though, oh, that was really insightful.
0: What is a uh, a nightmare scenario? Not something you've actually been through, but like you're you'd be like, I'm running the other way it was this.
1: I think a smaller group of like three people, and some people are <laughs> know how to say this in a correct way, but some people are just really out
0: there. <laughs> now that is an issue I've always wondered about is you go to a place, you have a problem, and this actually happens with Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous a lot. People go, I drink too much and they do. They go out and they drink every weekend and they're they get drunk and they're you know, that's bad stuff's going on. And then they go to Alcoholics Anonymous and they see a guy who goes, uh I got drunk for 30 years, I was in jail for 10 of those because of it, and suddenly the person who came there is like, wait, I'm not like this, uh, this is depressing, I don't want to be around this, I'm not a real drunk.
1: No, I've had meetings where I'll walk away and be like, there's nothing wrong with me. I <laughs> yeah. cannot be, I, I'm not, I'm how, not like this.
0: But how do you keep going back though, Then, if like at least once or twice you go and... Everybody seems so much worse.
1: Because there are those times where sometimes it helps. Right. So eventually, you know, maybe I'll go to a different one instead. Right. Or maybe I'll take a few months off. Like, I know I skipped this month because I just was not that, that, that night. I was not going if, to, if that happened, I was going to go crazy. Right. It was not the night to go.
0: Okay. You seem like a person who, who kind of, if you like that more kind of diverse focus, you have a lot of energy. Why haven't you started your own support group?
1: I don't have the time.
0: Oh, no, that's true. You don't have a lot of time.
1: It, it really is. It's difficult in the sense of I don't have the time to do it and commit one evening every month and actually work on setting it up and finding people. I think finding people is also a difficulty that I don't have the energy for right now. Okay. People are supposed to find you, though? No, well, in the terms of like getting a group started. Oh, uh, really? I think so. I think you need to promote it. Oh, really? You do? I sort of feel like, yeah.
0: I mean, I, these, these are things I really don't know about. So. No,
1: I feel like you need to promote it in the beginning. Otherwise, you know, the first few months, it might be a support group of one.
0: <laughs> and that happens with a lot of support groups, especially online ones, where you've got a group of, like, ten people, and they're all gung-ho for, like, a month, and then they all just kind of drift away. Mm-hmm. And especially if you invest something in it, so to speak, if you go well, I was talking to these people about my issues, and then suddenly they're all gone. That can be demoralizing. But I think that's part of it. Can't take it personally, so to speak. You have to say, hey, people get busy. That's the way it is.
1: And I think it's something that you don't want to make it too often because I think it's, that makes it more likely that people will burn out.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. What What is an ideal number of meeting times for an in-person support group, in your mind, noting that everybody will be different?
1: I want to say maybe... Like, I don't think I would go to every meeting, but I think every other week. Every other week? Okay. Probably is the most helpful, because there are some months where it's like, oh, I really wish I could could go to a meeting right now. I think that'd really help. Now, um,
0: now, when you go to, um, like say, a meetup.com type thing, yeah. or uh, just some random party, whatever... Mm -hmm. Um, you go in there and you meet people and those are your friends, blah, blah, blah. Would you consider people you meet as a support group friends per se? Or people who could potentially be friends? Or are they always just supposed to be kept at arm's length?
1: Well, I think because so many of the groups that I've gone to, I really am the youngest one by 20 years. There have been a few people that I've met through that have been my age. I want to say I met four people my age. And out of the four, I became friends with two of them. And one of them only went to one meeting, was not the thing for him, has never gone again. But we keep in contact every now and then, so to check up on each other, see how each other's doing. For the other one, she was back home, so I don't really keep in touch with her. But I know for that summer, we'd go out before the meeting, grab coffee or something. Mm -hmm. So I think it's possible.
0: Okay. All right, well, guys, those are some ideas about what is ideal, what is not. Again, this will vary for everybody. And it's like anything. You try on a pair of shoes, they fit, they don't fit. You keep trying on till you find one that fits.
1: It's good to try one out, but, you know, try a few out. But if they don't work for you, don't get defeated. I don't think it's a necessary part of treatment. Excellent. All
0: right, guys, flip switch at bpkids.org or leave a comment for Amy Lynn, who knows all about all, at bpkids.org slash flip switch. Uh, she will respond to you. I will make sure of that. 拜拜